Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. Time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. Welcome to another edition of Pound Time Podcast. I am Brother L. Diazobra, formerly named Lyman White. Thank you for joining us today. Today we will be discussing the situations that's going on in the country today. Titled American System Decoding. We're going to be decoding the American system, which we've been doing for the last few weeks. Talking about how the system is set up and how we see it and how it's used for us, but most of the time against us as a people. And we must, but we must first learn how to use it for our benefit. We must first see the importance of knowing the meaning of words and how to articulate the meaning of words to the best of our ability. Because as we, as we say every week is that we learn that when you go to court, the first thing the judge is going to tell you, ignorance is no excuse for the law. So, and the Bible says, my brother, my brother and sister, I would not have you ignorant. So we would not leave you, count time people, ignorant. So we want to be able to awaken those who've been civilly dead, those who have been sitting on the sideline, figuring out what's happening, what's going on, or how to even get involved with the system, how to make a difference, how to make an impact. Well, we first do that by learning who you are, learning what, who your, what's your, learning who you are, what are your rights, not just your civil rights, but your God-given rights. Coming up to Juneteenth, there was a lot of questions about the Juneteenth celebration, the passing of the Juneteenth bill, which was signed by President Biden. Also, the Biden did a big speech a few weeks ago on the Tulsa massacre, or what we call now the Black Wall Street, where many was killed, businesses burned down, homes burned down, the whole city burned down, of a people because they were thriving, they were self-sufficient, because I guess they should be. They've been in this country longer than anybody, so they should have known how to survive. But that caused envy and jealousy and other stuff. But there have been questions floating around about the signing of the Juneteenth bill. And what do that mean? What do that mean? And because of that, many people was awakened to learn about what Juneteenth really is. It wasn't nothing positive for many. It was really something that was kind of insulting and embarrassing where the people in one part of the country, which was called Galveston, Texas, for two years did not know they was free. So they were still being enslaved and still taken advantage of until now the the person, General Granger, is the one who's getting all the credit from going there and forming the people that they no longer were enslaved. That slavery has been abolished by the president at the time was Abraham Lincoln, who signed it, who emancipated us, I guess, who signed the bill to free those people who was who had been in, enslaved. So now there's several questions that have been popping up on social media and everywhere else about the signing of the bill. Now we think, I, I guess a lot of people are excited that Biden, President Biden signed the bill to uh, 
to make Juneteenth a federal holiday. And for the first time in several months, the Democrats and Republicans seem to have worked together. And that's a great thing. Everybody was excited to see that the parties come together. But just like when President Clinton and Biden signed the 1994 crime bill, that's in that really, I ain't gonna say started the mass incarceration, but it, it helped to continue it. But with that bill, when they signed that bill, that bill came with billions of dollars. Even, even dollars to build more prisons and became it became private prisons. So there was a lot of money attached to the crime bill, but the bill that was signed for Juneteenth came with not one red cent. So I guess nobody had a problem signing that. Just give, give them something to make them happy, give them something to calm them down, but no money is attached with it. Could have give could have given billions of dollars to local uh, organizations to help with educating the, the community about Juneteenth, uh, building programs, creating programs for the, the inner city communities, creating organ creating programs to help to with the education aspect uh, with children not the ones who mother ones who, whose mothers are working almost 24-7 to help take care of that, you know, whether it's uh, daycare, after-school care, or money for some type of programs. Just like the crime bill came with money to build more prisons, money to uh, accommodate the people they was going to be uh, arresting or, or housing. But the uh, Juneteenth bill came with nothing, but and we all was excited and appreciative of that. But it's easy to sign something when there's no money attached to it. There's nothing, there was no fundamental gain by the people who were supposed to be uh, benefiting from it. So that made it easy for all to sign. So now the question's been going and been circulating. The question that's been being circulated is about the people that was affected by by slavery say what is a slave what is freedom well, we need to learn that freedom and slavery when this system talks about that or speak of it they talk about it from a legal perspective because yes you have your god given right but the way they operate in this country is the, is the laws that they have created which which they term the law of the land. And these laws are put in place and are sanctioned that controls how things looked at, how things come along. But a slave under the law, we know, is, is considered, when you look at the law and you study the word slavery, slavery or what a slave is, it is private property. And when you look at the law and you look up the word, the legal, the legal meaning of the word slave, it means 
private property, a person who is wholly subject to the will of another. And we all know that without any rights. And one who serve another at the other's will. So freedom, we know, is the opposite of that. You don't have any rights. You don't have the, the freedom to worship. You don't have the freedom to speak. You don't have the freedom to do anything. And you are, you are considered a slave. And a slave is considered one who is civilly dead. And how well do I know that? Because anyone who goes to prison, they consider you civil death. you civilly dead. No longer able to operate or participate in the system, what they call the legal system. You have no civil rights anymore. All that have been taken from you. So we're talking about slave being free or the enslaved people getting their freedom. But we need to really take our time and study the meaning of words, where we can better understand words, understand what the meaning of them and knowing how to apply them. That's like take the word race. You know, for many of you, they, they've been, for many have been taught that the word race has to do with a people, a group of people, a race of people. Now, how did that come about? Because the word race as we most of us, as most of us know, is a competition between people, animals. You can you can run a race to see who's the fastest, or you can go to a, watch a car race. And we know that there was a race to the moon. Countries was in a race, or you can also as a race to run for election, a race to see who's gonna win governor. So what in the world is a race? R-A-C-E. Now you say they're racist. I-S-T. Add I-S-T to it. And that changed the meaning of it. Of it. Or racism. I-S-M. But the word race still has the same meaning. So we've been tricked and deceived by a lot of terminology, a lot of words that we have not taken the time to study for ourselves. Like many people, even to this day, we call out, call them, many people to this day call themselves minority. Now, you take the time and, look, and listen to what you just said, you'd be surprised to know that these words do not mean or have the understanding that most people might think they do. The word minority, let's spell the word minority. The word is spelled M-I-N-O-R-I-T-Y. In that word minority is the word minor, M-I-N-O-R. Refers to a person who is under the age of majority. The, the age at which a person is legally recognized, the age at which a person is legally not recognized as an adult. A minor are considered to be under the care of a parent or guardian. Now that's pretty interesting. So when you call yourself a minority, or you say I'm a minority, you are saying I'm under the guardians of someone, I'm under the guardians or care of someone else. And that's where the system wants you at. And when you say I'm a minority, you're saying you are a minor. I'm an infant. I can't take care of myself. I can't do for myself. I need someone else to do it for me. 
And that's what's happening in this system where we don't understand the meaning of words and the power of words. This system seeing us on a wild goose chase. But we'll use terms like, oh, he or she is prejudiced. Now, what do that word prejudice mean? We hear that word all the time. That's another legal term. The word means to prejudge. It's used in the court system every day. Every day the judge dismiss a case with or without prejudice. Every day has something to do with someone's color, someone's feelings, someone uh, say they black or white. They prejudice against this person because they're black or white. This is the trick and the deception that's been played on the people who have had little understanding or knowledge or insight of the meaning of these words. So we get caught up in, in what we think the word means, what they call the, the general use of a word. Because that's what the way we look, we'll go look at, when we, we want to define a word, we go look at Webster Dictionary. And Webster only give you the general terms of a word. But the most important aspect of a word is to, is to know the legal meaning of the word. Because if you have to go and defend this yourself or defend what you're saying, you got to use the legal dictionary, the Black Law Dictionary, the Valentine uh, Law Dictionary. So we need to better understand the meaning of words and not be use it in the way where the system have been taught us, what they call a codified, they codify words. Codified means that they give it the meaning under the auspices of law. So we need to understand, with you, even when we use the word discriminate, what do that word really means? If you spell a word, it's spelled D-I-S-C-R-I-M-I-N-A-T-E. The word is discriminate. If I had, if I can draw it up and you and put the word on the board, the word is dis, crime, dis crime, distance from a crime. So in the discrimination, that means there's a distance from a crime. No crime took place. That's what the word is saying. But we have assumed it meant that oh they did discriminate against me because I'm black, white, or yellow, green, brown, whatever however you want to say that. But the word is means distance from a crime. There was no crime that took place. No one broke any law. It's a term used in EEOC, which only stands for Equal Opportunity Commissioner. They use the word or term in, in that sense to define what they're saying. But what in the world it means to be, to mean discriminated against. So these people have used words and put words before us and we assume we knew what the word meant because everybody ever used the word in our community. So we assume the word minority, prejudice, discrimination meant what we, what we heard or thought they meant. But we go back and research, we realize that a lot of these words do not have these meanings, like the word race. What is a race? <laughs> and we are homo sapiens. That's what the system have 
come up with years ago in 1800s when it came up with the word race. Homo sapien means is Latin for wise man. Now that sounds more like it. A wise man, a woman. So, but we've been caught and tricked into you know, one dimension of thought process. Not thinking for ourselves. Well, it's time out for that, ladies and gentlemen. And we need to hold ourselves accountable and others accountable. Even like Joe Biden, who signed the crime bill in 1994 that created the mass incarceration that took all our men out of the homes and now they're in prisons. And we see the fallout of that now with all this violence in the community with these young men, young Young women creating all kind of havocs, causing all kind of havocs in the communities with all the violence, death, just the killing. It's just, it's ridiculous. Is that just self-hate, self-taught? Well, that's the system behind the scenes creating this. We, we don't know, but we know we need to step up. And bring deliverance to our youth, to our children, to our community. Because once again, we are our brother's keepers. So we, we are accountable for them and to them. And let's check, let's learn. Let's keep this system in check. Let's keep Joe Biden in check. Let him know you are one of the ones who created this cycle of criminality, violence in our community built more prisons, incarcerated more of, my, of our people. And now you're asking, what's going on? You should know what's going on. You had a lot to do with that. I signed a bill, put billions of dollars into the bill. So why not do the same thing? Why you didn't do the same thing for Juneteenth bill? Put billions of dollars in it to help create programs create situations to help the children, help the youth, create jobs for them. Because every young man and woman, they want money in their pocket, they to buy what they want too. So let's figure out a way to come together and work together to bring resolve to the communities that need it the most. And always remember this here. Man can shackle the hand. Man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. And I'd like to thank you for tuning in once again to Count Time Podcast. I'm Brother L. Diazobra. Thank you once again. Remember, it's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. Time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted.